0: Hey, guys, it is the Indie Mayhem Show on Mike Sorgat, Sorgatron on the Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, Pa on this fine afternoon. There's light coming in the windows. If you join us on video, uh, but uh, we got an exciting uh, interview coming up here in a moment. But first, please go check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com and IndieWrestling.us, where you can find this a lot of past interviews that we've done over the years for the Indie Mayhem Show. Other great podcasts over at Wrestling Mayhem Show, of course, uh, where we're talking with, and we have a lot of the guys from the indies on as well to talk with them about what's going on and catch up with them there too. And of course, you can find a lot of the guys that we have and girls in action. Over on Indie and Indie Wrestling Network, and uh, today's guest is no exception to that. If you uh, want to drop a line, uh, interviews, uh, questions for interview, interviews that we have announced already. Or if you have recommendations for people uh, that we should have on the show, because frankly we can't watch all the wrestling out there. And if there's anybody you think we really need to have a conversation with, please let us know by dropping us a line at show dot com, or four one two two zero six W M S zero is the hotline number, and you can leave a voicemail on there. And uh, feel free to junk dial that too. We we do encourage that over on the Wrestling Mayhem Show, just uh, just for just for, you know, just for funsies. So my guest this week is uh, somebody who's been making moves. We had him last on in his, I believe, debut on the Pro Wrestling Illustrated 500, the PWI 500, yeah, a debut. few months ago. And uh, thank you're coming through town, and you got some new news that we're going to talk about today. PB Smooth. What's going on? Back with us in studio. Glad to be back. Making our couch look small. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, it's the comfy couch right here. That's right. That's <laughs> right. How you doing, man? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um the drive wasn't too bad you know a little snow here and there but it's to be expected yeah, where we live you're
0: hanging out in the area you, you're used to that up there especially even this weekend right yeah expect- <laughs> so you got a little bit of that <laughs> so, definitely <laughs> uh i mean speaking of this weekend you had a you had a big weekend of revenge and uh, we can catch up on that for a moment though uh because i know you've been making a lot of moves i think since we've had you on you you had become the uh revenge pro uh, uh champion up there
1: yeah revenge heavyweight championship was mine and then uh Bill Collier decided to, um, I don't know how to describe what he did, but it's kind of weird when uh, the teacher tries to beat up on a student. Mm-hmm. But it's all good, though. You know, I'm going to run it up. I'm going to get it back, and I'm going to handle that when it's time to.
0: He had to change. The Momo mask still kind of creeps me out.
1: Yeah, it's really weird. I don't know why anyone would want to wear that mask. <laughs> but, I mean, he's he's being a clown right now and that's what clowns do they wear mm-hmm. masks so.
0: so tell me a little bit about that because uh, of course um you, you beat up some young kid people i don't think anybody's heard of called Wardlow uh. <laughs> <laughs> for that championship in, initially
1: yeah, yeah. um Wardlow was fun man he was it uh, was a, one of the toughest matches i've ever had he was a guy that i always wanted to wrestle against because they always say he was the best big man in pennsylvania area Mm -hmm. and i'm in the pennsylvania area i say i say
0: there's a lot of competition for that right now yeah (laughs) there definitely
1: is you got me you got duke davis and gannon jones you know like there's a lot going on right now Mm -hmm.
0: so i mean that's well i i think i walked up to you once at a iwc show like over a year ago and it was like i think it was probably like you and colby and and main event and i'm just like it's nice not being the tallest one at a wrestling show, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah, we built like some real athletes out here, man. Yeah,
0: because I mean, I remember back in the day, like meeting Ray Rowe, and he just looked like such a giant, formidable guy, and I'm 6'4", you yeah. know, and I walk up to him, I'm just like, why am I, how am I taller than Ray Rowe, right? That's like destroying people in there, but I mean, yeah. that, that's for me, you know, but uh, no, but it, it's it's great to see like this, and, and it seems like Revenge, they like the big guys, You know, like, I I think, like, some of the indies are not maybe putting the big guys in those positions. But, like, the main event is always, like, uh, as I I know Main Street Matt likes to call a Haas fight, it seems.
1: Yeah, Revenge loves um, up-and-coming talent. Yeah. So, um, the guys that are about to blow that haven't blown up yet, Mm -hmm. still want to get that good quality ring time, still work in front of a a great fan base. uh, They come to Revenge. Absolutely. It's a great place to be.
0: So, speaking of Up That Way, um, you're a grad of Mercyhurst yeah up there and uh, i understand there was some big news that that came out this last week we were sharing the article over on our social media uh from go eerie and i know i saw you on your social media you you sign in the papers and, and it's getting <laughs> set up tell us about this so there's a pb smooth uh scholarship
1: now, yeah the right? pb provide scholarship yeah uh so basically how it started was um, I always wanted to give back and do something for the community that has helped me out a lot. Mm-hmm. And I always, it was always on my bucket list to do something like that. You know, like when I signed a six-figure contract, I'm going to donate such and such money here or there. And then it got to a point where I'm just like, why wait? You know, like mm-hmm. I, like tomorrow's not promised, you know? Yeah. Like none of us expected Kobe Bryant to die, but he did. So my thing is like, I want to start living the life I want to live now, as opposed to feeling like... I'm chasing the dream, you know, or it's more like living a dream for me. And I want to be able to pass the torch and help other people, especially that look like me get to where I am or where they want to go and stuff like that. And, um, as you know, Twitter can be very toxic for everyone's mental health. And all I would see every day is just negative comments about wrestlers and how they don't know how to be good role models and this, that, and the third. So, um, all those things tied in just forced me to say, you know what? Like, I just want to go do it now as opposed to waiting. You
0: know? Has this been a long time coming or, or like what, you know, how, how long have you been working on this, Getting this together?
1: Honestly, it all happened pretty fast. Really? I'd say within like five or six months, maybe. Okay. Cause it was, it was one of those things where um I just wanted to act on it. Cause like I, I keep a close circle of friends around me that I really trust that um have my back on certain things. And, one of them's the, one of these girls that does my gear, her name's Samantha. And we were talking about it one day, and she's like, just go do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I have friends that are just doers, like impulsive in that way of like not waiting for the next day or being procrastinating and stuff like that. Cause when you do that, you don't get anything done. Mm-hmm. So once she said that, I reached out to the contact I had that put me in contact with the guy that's head of financial aid over there. Um, we met for lunch, and I told him what I wanted to do. Um, he he had to go over some logistical things with me, but mm-hmm. for the most part, it was set in stone that we were going to do it. And then it just kind of went from there.
0: So, so tell me a little bit about, um, you know, what, what, what is the, you know, what are the qualifications for the scholarship? Tell me a little bit of background about that.
1: Yeah. So basically, um, I'm donating money to, um, an incoming African American student that wants to go into the communication department. Mm-hmm. Like, like I did, I went through communications for my undergrad. So, um, Right now we're just looking for somebody that fits that caliber that wants to come into that department because there's such a stigma on the communication major in general that I don't like mm-hmm. um, we mm-hmm. live in this world now where people they want to go for like just a doctor or like business or something that just has like a straight path and life really isn't like that all the time and we're missing out on a lot of people when it comes to good reading skills good writing skills um. Being unbiased when delivering news and reporting and stuff like that, and it's because people are afraid or don 't want to go into that department, so I feel like if we had more communication majors, it would make a huge impact, and it would also a black communication major would help with the diversity at the school I went to so absolutely i think it it's going to make a big difference
0: mm-hmm. so, and saying, and, then, and and I think when people hear communications, they think going into television going into uh radio. Right. Like, I know that's what I used to think when I would hear about Point Point Park's program, but it really is like it is the social media. It is the video. And, you know, we all basically have, you know, studios in our pocket at this point. Right. Yeah. So it's so it's a little more more than that, that. And that helps you now with how you put yourself over in your wrestling career.
1: Absolutely. And it's such a broad thing that if you don't like one aspect of it, you can go into something else. Yeah. There are so many majors where you can't do that. Because I have friends that make a lot of money, but they don't like their jobs. Mm -hmm. And I have friends that don't make as much money, but they're happy. And then eventually they will make that much money. So it's kind of like just opening people's eyes to the different possibilities out there. And it definitely helps me when uh, even just reaching out to promoters, like having the right grammatical sentences and Mm -hmm. not sounding like I don't know what I'm talking about. It helps with negotiation. It helps with being professional and presentable like there's so many things like when you have to sign a contract you got to read it you need you need mm-hmm. to know the the fine print you need to know how to Think critically, like there's so much that goes into it that people don't realize. And it's just like getting skipped over in this generation.
0: And I know and we talked about a little bit about your background on a previous episode. But to kind of recap, so you were going to communications. You obviously had um, kind of this line going with basketball at the time. Yeah. You know, was was that just, you know, for you at the time, was it an interest to get into communications? Or did it just kind of make sense next to what you were doing in the sports world?
1: Um, I've always had a passion for it because when I was really young, My mom would make me read these books and write her book reports. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like I wasn't even in school and she had me doing stuff like this. So my first passion was writing. And then I dipped into wanting to do journalism and whatnot. And then I ended up wanting to work in public relations. But basketball seemed like the dream at the time. So Hmm. I kind of wanted to go for both of them. And um, I like where I'm at now in life because everything I learned in communication and with my master's degree, it all applies to what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. with wrestling and, and life in general so it's great
0: so that that is interesting because i know a lot of people um i mean there's that discussion of you know having a plan a plan b when it comes to wrestling but really the plan a can really enhance that plan or the plan b can enhance the plan a with yeah. professional wrestling
1: but at the same time i don't even look at it like that you know no. i just look You're at, looking it as, at it holistically yeah there's so many things i want to do like i don't mm-hmm. believe in having a plan a b and c if this doesn't work if that doesn't work because when you do that just like Will Smith said in the interview, you distract yourself from Plan A. Mm-hmm. You can't give yourself full focus if you're worried about, well, if this goes wrong, yeah, because you're already thinking in your mind this isn't going to happen.
0: Or you have an end date, or you have an expiration on Plan A, right? Yeah. And Would people
1: you... always ask me, uh, when are you going to make it in wrestling, or what year are you going to stop?" I'm like, "I'm going to do it so I don't want to do it anymore." Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy, you know. Yeah. I'm still going to write a book at some point. I'm still going to do the scholarship like I just did. Like all of those things are Plan A.
0: Mm-hmm. We're
1: going to make Plan A happen.
0: <laughs> That's awesome, and it is it is important to look at. I mean, we're looking at guys in WWE. that are making it now and have yeah. been around for fifteen, twenty years in some cases. Yeah, the so, rules I mean, don't apply anymore. I would say changed. no, no. It's not like five years and let's hope and, and those lucky, you know, those lucky few that get a look after what three years sometimes. You know, yeah. I mean, it's it's a whole different world for that.
1: Yeah, everyone's story is different and people don't want to realize that. Like, even myself, like I used to get caught in the game of comparison or this person blew up before I did or whatever. But yes. you don't know what their life is like. You don't know what they went through to get where they are. And you don't know if they're happy. Mm-hmm. You don't. So you can only focus on keeping yourself straight and doing what you got to do.
0: Mm-hmm. and it's uh usually it takes uh several years for that overnight res- success to happen yeah absolutely
1: <laughs> that's the truth man
0: um so we actually do have a couple people in the chat room so i wanted to pass along a question here uh we got brian saying call a corner of course <laughs> giving a shout out to you uh jason's asking and since we're talking about kind of dreams in the future here uh who is your dream opponent let's throw that out there for the moment here
1: i'm gonna be completely honest with you when I get asked that, I typically, like, make it up <laughs> because I don't. It,
0: it, I think it's it's like, what is my dream opponent? If you're just like, tomorrow, if I had my opponent, who would that be yeah, it's, now, right? It's never
1: been like that for me. I just want to wrestle guys that are, like, good and want to have good matches. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, like I want to wrestle a high flyer, a big man, a, a luchador. Like, I just mm-hmm. want to enjoy every aspect of it. It's never really been for me. And, you've, wanna...
0: had, and you've had such a variety, too. Yeah. I mean, between like opponents I've seen you against, you know, it's from that to tagging with Hornswoggle of all, all people. Right? Yeah, it's it's been all I mean, over the place. I mean, that's, that's got to be, I mean, you know, growing up, getting into wrestling, I mean, it's just like, like my partner is going to be Hornswoggle. Yeah. I like that, that guy that I watched <laughs> on TV how many times, right?
1: Yeah. I would have never thought that. And then when we had the six man tag with Cowboy Bob Orton, I would have never oh, thought geez. that would have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's little. I mean, it is the interesting thing is it, like you know with indie wrestling is you know even filming on my like like two years in being like I'm filming Million Dollar Man do Million Dollar Man things. Yeah. Like there's like a cool vibe to that that you can be right next to right. Yeah. So, um, uh, Brohemus says he's the, he's the dream opponent yeah. <laughs> out there. What's
1: uh, up, Brohemus? Brohemus hanging out here. What's my up, guy?
0: He was just on the Wrestling Mayhem show this past week, hanging out with us on Mayhem Mania. Um, so, so tell me a little bit more about you know you. you uh, there was some great stuff I read in the article, and I, and I see this at the shows too. You talked about being a positive influence, and and, and kind of what happens at even a, at your at your t shirt booth. You have yeah. a lot of great conversations.
1: Yeah, I run into a lot of kids. You know, it's funny because growing up, I was always afraid of kids. But they always liked <laughs> me because I was tall, so they would try like. Swing on my arms and stuff like that. But uh, just seeing, like, even when I did Monday Vibes, like, back in the day. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it didn't get, like, thousands of views and stuff like that. But I would still, every now and then, get somebody that messaged me, like, hey, I tried a cold shower today and I feel really good. Or, hey, this worked out for me. I just want you to know, like, I appreciate it. So, when you know that you are making a difference, like, that's the most fulfilling thing for me. So, when these kids come up to uh, buy my merch and stuff like that, I want to make sure that although like there's different aspects of wrestling where I need to be more adult oriented at times and whatnot, mm-hmm. I still want to be able to be someone that these kids can look at and appreciate them and that the parents will be happy if they say like, hey, pretty boy smooths my role model or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, even, I even get pictures of kids that are showing me when they win like wrestling tournaments and I didn't even wrestle in high school and in, in middle school or anything like that. And then I remember vividly, like uh, I like to go to the movies a lot by myself. Like that's kind of like my my peace time, you could say. And I was having a really bad day, and I had just went to I was going to the movies. Like my shoes were muddy, you know how Erie is. Mm -hmm. So I'm not looking like myself, and like these these kids just run up to me because they know who I am, and they just start talking to me and stuff. And it changed that. It changed my mood instantly, and then it made me realize, like, hey, like somebody's always watching me. Mm -hmm. i'm I'm under that that telescope and this is the profession i chose so i'm always going to be under that telescope so i might as well just enjoy it and do things the right way that's awesome that's awesome
0: Uh, some great things going on there um so (laughs) So, Dutters was worried. Of course, we're all buddies with Dutters here. She's done an episode of this about social media. So, she she left me some questions because she was worried I wasn't going to have enough questions for you today. (laughs) So, I I promised her I'd ask a couple of them while we have you here. Uh, So... She says, uh, and you already answered the one, because she was, she was talking about that, that struggling about being a, a badass and edgy yeah. and, and working on that and still being a role model at that point. I mean, you can kind of be an edgy role model at some point, right?
1: Well, yeah, because I feel like the world right now just wants more authenticity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody is perfect. I'll never pretend that I am perfect. And
0: the social media kind of lends to that, too.
1: Yeah, especially Twitter, because, like, I, I, was, I tried to be very... 2006 fed guy with it you know um, i thought it was black and white but it's not mm-hmm. and in this world like the rules apply till they don't and that demographic of wrestling fans is like 18 to 35 and those guys like car crashes not smooth rides so it's just <laughs> a matter of knowing how to win the game without fully playing it yeah say yeah so i'm kind of just being my authentic self and hoping that works out for the best you
0: just have your car crashes in the ring yeah pretty much yeah and
1: i I'm very selective with the things i do <laughs> it,
0: it, it, and that's it's one thing you really lend to very visual things i mean the the image i I threw together real quick for for this interview oh yeah was it was awesome. it was a great one where you were uh you had four guys on you in the in the rumble uh up there in erie and and just kind of blew them all up and 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 everybody's in a blur you're in there like i mean there's there's you know I'm always looking for those gifts and those imageries when I'm doing the editing.
1: I'm going to give you credit because that might be a shirt one day. What? I might have to make that into a shirt. Oh, just the uh, – That the, image is awesome.
0: Now we need you because I know one thread that came up, and I saw this on Twitter. Uh, it was like you or somebody saying about you powering up Saiyan style. And then what? Daniel Eads, who comes out in Dragon Ball gear, was completely doing the same thing <laughs> earlier that night.
1: Yeah, I'd be making jokes about it, but Keith Lee got that. He He's the the super Saiyan guy he calls himself Oh geez, something yes. like that. He's, yeah. a, he's a
0: real life damn saiyan yeah, he stuff that. he's doing down there he
1: got that man
0: <laughs> um he's yeah so uh yeah he's definitely over 9000 right yeah definitely um <laughs> dutter's asks, as a I i think as, this is a fellow tall person question uh oh what's it like to spend so much time in a car
1: um depends on the car you have that's right now i'm lucky both my cars have been comfortable like my chrysler 300 i had a lot of space in uh my sonata actually has a lot of space in it and i've slept in that car a few times the the heating works it's great honestly um but when i'm driving back from st louis or tennessee it's kind of strenuous but you know it's just paying your dues i guess it's part of the game and at some point those those rides are going to turn into flights so
0: that's right that's right that's
1: the play hopefully i get leg room get the exit seat maybe or something like that oh
0: yeah that's the game (laughs) trust me that's the game. um as he asked in the chat room he said hey, you got any plans for going down to wrestlemania weekend in florida i know that you know hey everybody's going down there finding a spot down there
1: yeah i'm 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 down there i'm booked for two shows definitely mm-hmm. i'm doing a further culture with game changer wrestling nice it's um, i believe friday at 11 a.m mm-hmm. that, that week and i'm doing um <laughs> but
0: have you ever done a wrestling show that early no <laughs> <laughs> at least you're not like there's like a, a like, i've done a 2 p.m but never a 11. 2 p.m okay yeah. all right but
1: there's so much running down there that like you got to get the right slots when you can oh so. absolutely and then aiw runs the the midnight before that or by the, the way the,
0: thunder in paradise i really appreciate it as a show name down there.
1: <laughs> hey john thorne comes up with the best ideas man he i love comes it up with the stuff man i love it he does he just booked ice train for it and <laughs> When people find out who he's wrestling, they're going to be excited. You know, it's going to be dope. Uh-huh.
0: Um,
1: and then I'm booked for uh, the Grey Sweatpants Battle Royal. Yes. <laughs> yes. What is this? Where did this come from? Oh, God. I I, I got to find the right words for this. <laughs> this is one of those uh, blur the line moments. Okay. So um, I post a lot of pictures, uh, shirtless. Some people call them thirst traps or whatever. And, um, there's a wrestler, her name is Faye Jackson, Mm -hmm. and she's very, um, outspoken with, uh, her, I I don't know, her, (laughs) her sexuality, I guess. Okay. Okay. I don't know what word to use for that. Like, she's very, and then she, she, she made a joke about, um, wanting a Royal Rumble style match with guys wearing gray sweatpants. So, um. I mean if you don't get the uh analogy with that I don't think it's my place to tell you. No,
0: no. Uh, so, go uh, go Google it.
1: Yeah, go Google <laughs> it. So anyway, um a promoter reaches out to her and actually has like a venue and stuff and like books the sh- she books the show like it's it's actually happening. And uh I was making jokes with one of the fans or friends with that uh she uh does like photography for limitless wrestling and stuff. Mm-hmm. And a video came up of me, like, jumping rope back in the day. It was actually, like, a two-year-old video. But I just happen to not be wearing, like, compression shorts. So I'm like, whatever. And she posts the video on Twitter. And it gets, like, 5,000 views. <laughs> and then Fake capitalizes on this. It just says I'm booked for the show. <laughs> and I'm just confused because, like, I could post regular wrestling content and nothing happens. I'll get, like, 400 views. But this comes out and it just blows up. So it's just, you know. It, this is
0: a teachable moment.
1: Yeah, <laughs> about crash courses and smooth rides. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if it leads to a booking and helps me with my career, I'm not going to say no, yo. It is what it is. It,
0: it, it is it, the, the, I think the the fun thing about Mania is hearing, okay what kind of crazy shows are we like Effie's big gay bash is happening or, yeah. or this br- like pancakes and, and and body slams or something is another show I've seen. Um, or whatever the hell Blackcraft did last year. Um, you know, I mean, there's, there's just like that wild, like what kind of messed up, uh, Joey Janela's spring break is a yeah. classic example. And, uh, it, it's, it's, Kind of interesting and now you're part of one of those hopefully classic moments from the outside of WrestleMania, WrestleMania experience.
1: Well, I mean to face credit, like she is always gonna be herself and people respect her for her authenticity. And I just love the fact that she was able to make something big come out of that, like Mm -hmm. created an event out of it. That like got some people bookings that may have not had bookings down there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So overall, it's great, and she's donating money to Planned Parenthood. Nice. So I'm I'm with it. Like it's cool. Like you know.
0: <laughs> have you been a part of the WrestleMania weekend
1: situation? Um, I've, I've wrestled for uh, last year. I did AIW mm-hmm. when I had the absolute championship. That was their
0: first year down there, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: I did that, and um, I in did, New York. Yeah. And I got to see my family, which was dope. Nice. So I did that, and I did. I had a little spot at uh, Black Label. Okay. And that was pretty much it. So I was there, but I wasn't. Mm-hmm. But this this year, I'm going to be down there with everybody, and it's away from like everyone else. So like, I have to be part of the festivities or whatever may have you. So That's should awesome. be cool.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. It, it is a cool thing that happens there, and I love that it's kind of spreading too. Like it seems like Royal Rumble is becoming a, a micro version of that. The Summer Slams. The uh, Survivor Series weekends and everything. So, hey, it's yeah. a lot of opportunity to showcase like, look at all this indie wrestling. Absolutely. If you just, if you showed up for uh, Roman Reigns, oh, hey, there's this over here. And it's just, I, I, I think I was there for when it started with WrestleCon at like 29. Yeah. And to see it grow so big. Um, and just, and WWE doesn't stomp on it. That's well, good yeah, too. Like
1: Some careers are made down there. Oh, absolutely. Like, like when PCL wrestled Walter, that was the first time oh, I had yeah. seen him. And it, it like he blew up after that, you know, so it's definitely worth it.
0: Absolutely. Um. Let's see. <laughs> I, I daughter's, uh, daughter's, uh, This is apparently an ongoing thing. She wants me to ask every wrestler they have on if they're part of uh, MV Young's poly Kelp now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honestly, I, I need to get him
0: on to talk about this. Well,
1: yeah, because I don't know much about him. Like I recently just met him. He seems like a cool dude. Oh, yeah. But I don't know how I feel about Colts, man. Like I don't I th-
0: think he's using the ring light right. I, I'm having a problem with that. I'm like, I shouldn't see the ring light,
1: right? And then he just like I I, I thought he was doing like a little Zoolander thing. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Lee Moriarty thought it was a thought it was a Tron disc.
1: But I'm sorry. I don't I don't listen to nothing that Lee says. Don't <laughs> Lee does not know what he's talking that... about. <laughs> Lee is terrible. Lee actually thought that. The PB stood for peanut butter, and as a dude that listens to hip hop music and gets all the <laughs> nicknames I don't understand, so Lee's new He'll name say, is Lemon. His name is Lemon. That's what we call him. from that So point. I
0: understand me not getting that, but yeah, uh... <laughs> and he's
1: staying with me in Tampa. Yeah. So just know I'm about to troll his ass oh the my entire God. Can week. Can we
0: just like film a reality show around? Hundred percent. Please. Hundred percent. Just, just, just we'll send someone. He's going to be on
1: TikTok and everything. Oh jeez. He has no choice. No.
0: No. <laughs> oh geez uh he had a hell of a weekend too but uh awesome hey pb so tell me anybody interested in what's going on um where other than wrestlemania weekend we talked about where are you generally showing up uh in the near future
1: um i have revenge coming up march 28th i have rise wrestling march 7th and i think the 22nd like he's running two shows yeah yeah um next weekend i'm in cleveland ohio for aiw Mm mm-hmm um razor Ramon's going to be there so that's nice. going to be a big event um i got some stuff coming up in indiana that i can announce when it comes up and good. things like that good. so, so you
0: getting around a good bit
1: yeah making my rounds <laughs> awesome
0: awesome and where can people find you online
1: uh the twitter is at pb underscore fresh to death the number two um my instagram is pb underscore smooth that's where you can find all my thirst traps and stuff like that <laughs> And, and um, the vibes
0: videos are still up there, right? So, uh, well, anybody- yeah,
1: like I did like one year Monday vibes, yeah. And then I did the scholarship this year, so like I'm gonna keep switching things up, see what works best. Nice. Um, and yeah, those are the main. I mean, I have Facebook PB Smooth, but those are pretty much the the main things I have. And then there's two Smooth TV, in my YouTube channel, but I gotta make some updates to that.
0: There you go. I know we were talking about your video editor a little bit before the show. Oh yeah, we gotta work on that. (laughs) We'll work on that. We'll work on that. Yeah. Uh, Well, thank you so much. Hey, always it's always great to see. That's the one thing I've loved in the last couple years is seeing so much positivity in professional wrestling. Like I don't know what is what the thing is that's triggered this, but here in Pittsburgh and abroad, it just seems like it's exploded and and people are done with the negative shit. And I love this stuff. And thank you for being a part of that.
1: Thank you, and happy Black History Month. There you go. There (laughs) you go.
0: I think we do have you featured on the channel a little bit, so stay tuned for that on Indie Wrestling US YouTube and Facebook, too. Sweet. Thank you. uh, Thank you so much. Uh, Again, follow PB Smooth, doing some great things up there. Um, And and we have a news article over on uh, PittsburghWrestling.com, linked from that Go Eerie article, talking more about uh, what's going on there. PB
1: provides scholarship. There you
0: go. And uh, is there anybody who can help out or donate to that or anything?
1: Yeah, you can donate to it. Um... Give me one second. I can bring it up. It's we, can, we
0: can throw a link in the... in the. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, so if you go on the Mercyhurst website, there's a link to, to give. And then when you hit other, you type in like the scholarship name. Mm-hmm. It's called the PB Provides Scholarship Fund. Um, you can donate whatever you want. 100% of the money goes there. I don't see any of it. I don't ask what you donate because, quite frankly, it's not my business. This is for somebody that needs it to go to school. Mm -hmm. And to help them in that department, which is why I never did any shirts or asked to do any fundraising or anything like that. So if you want to donate, you can. If not, you know, uh, just share the link. Maybe somebody else will. And thanks for all the support
0: all right thanks a lot pb soon thank you guys for tuning in here uh please if you're just catching this uh subscribe you can find indie mayhem show or the wrestling mayhem show super feed over on your itunes or wherever uh you get your podcasts uh so you don't miss an episode of these interviews and the uh, shows that we're doing oh, with the wrestling Story. mayhem show uh we'll see you guys next time please support indie wrestling please, uh support pb